Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bottled. The 16th episode today is with Darcy, Richard and I. This episode, which is also the first try episode of the podcast, we talk about publicized political debates, the power of conversations, technology interrupting human interactions, the adventures of Elon Musk, evolution of the internet, the coronavirus vaccine and the future of work. Home or office? Please enjoy. Smooth, man. Oh wow! It's got yeah, honeyed. It's honeyed whiskey. Mm. Honeyed whiskey. I can't taste the honey though. Oh, it just it just makes the whiskey just a tiny bit sweet. Yeah. Mm. I had um, American honey. That is, I'm not sure if it's an alcohol or you. just honey, man. It's so sweet. No, American honey. It's just oh, American oh the honey. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. See, I'm thinking about the alcohol. It's like it's like a mix between whiskey and schnapps. Oh, it, it is alcohol, right? Yeah, there's American a wild honey. turkey American honey whiskey. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. But this one's just American honey. Yeah, it's, it's literally called American honey, and the taste is honey-like, but it has alcohol. Tastes like well. America. <laughs> <laughs> the bald eagle. The bald eagle. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. No. Pretty cool. Yeah, American talks, man. Every episode um, we had, we have had in the past, um, there has been something about the politics, American politics. Oh my god, it's, it's just, uh, it's just the, a joke, bro. It's it should be on comedy. It should be on the Comedy Central. It's yeah. just ridiculous. And I keep asking, uh, should a country's political activities and instances and all these things that are coming out should it be that publicized? Is the question. I'm like. It doesn't happen for Australia. We're like a silent country. We're like we don't give a shit about anybody. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like, I know that we. Sh- it should be somewhat accessible to the public because mm. I mean, world leaders they've got to get along with other world leaders. So you've got to actually. Yeah. I mean, people should pay attention to that kind of shit, but yeah. some people don't. But the fact that, you know, you're just shaming each other, you're calling one a liar. Like, this guy is a liar. He's a, you cannot believe a word he says. Yeah. Like, imagine uh, putting someone without any context in front of the television and you're, like, asking him to watch that debate. Do you think it's going to be about the presidency? It's, it's like you're, you're trying to shame, you're trying to talk about a certain topic and ma- just trying to, you know, discredit the other uh, the person. Well, yes. Yeah. It's all what a debate is. It's just trying to be like, okay, you said this, but I know this, therefore you're wrong. Mm, that's a discussion. That's debate. Uh, honestly, in all honesty, debate must be like, you know, here's my point. Here's why I think I'm right, not because not you're wrong. Yeah, because then you'll have a, a a time where the opposition will have their say, and it mm. goes back and forth. So you you know, it's yeah. more structured. But if you look at American politics, they're just yelling at each other. Exactly. If I yell the loudest. People will listen to me. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with the uh, the first debate. Like, don't listen. Uh, Trump's like, don't listen to this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't let him talk. And it was ironic because Trump campaigned for okay. Each each party will have 
two minutes uninterrupted. Biden will speak for maybe about five seconds and Trump will be like, no, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. That's a lie. And the in, uh, uninterrupted session was Trump's idea. It was like, yeah, he, can, have this he campaigned for it. He's like, okay, I'll allow both parties. Like, hey, no interrupting. No, <laughs> no, no interrupting. And then, and then when Trump gets a chance to speak, he'll speak to like fucking like four minutes. He's like, oh, but sorry, sir. You, I'll just let Biden finish. No, no, let me finish. No, 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 this no, me. No, it's fine. Yeah. Just like, dude, relax. Yeah, I think by the time this episode gets out, um, there would already be a winner. There's a winner already, but I believe they're going to the Supreme Court. Uh, That's where the final decision is going to be made. Yeah, there's been a clear winner for ages. Yeah. And Trump's just been a little tantrum, having a little tantrum. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to to make him suffer. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think there's been a clear clear winner, like you said? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this was the most interesting and unanticipated uh, election ever because you wouldn't know what's going to happen. You think Trump's going to win, but then, you know, Biden has a chance, but then Trump's more popular. It was was a bit undecided there. It did get a little tense for a bit. I'm just like, oh, shit, Trump's actually going to take it this time. Yeah. Then you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, oh, hang on, Biden's in the lead. What's going on here? Yeah. It was what is one of the swinging states. I forgot what state it was, but mm, Georgia, I think. Yeah, Georgia, Pennsylvania. There was Florida, which was like a a Republican state for decades and decades, and then just yeah. all of a sudden, Florida just no, we like Biden now. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's been crazy, man. And the funniest part is, I was checking the um, the scores. You know how they count the votes, and Google shows it. I'm not sure how real time that is, and how they really displayed those votes. But 9 p.m. Australian time, um, Biden, sorry, Trump was winning ma- majority of these states, and then wake up tomorrow morning, votes just come in for Biden, and that was a bit. Uh, that was a bit. How you going? Because, like. How do votes vote just coming overnight? And this is something very interesting, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, are you saying that some of the votes are uh, fake? There is a chance. There's a possibility for everything. But uh, I feel like, I don't know. It's it's an intense uh, office. It's an intense well, race. Here's the thing. Trump, Trump was saying that oh, it's a fake election because all these votes are coming in after the election day had been cut but because of covid people were smart and Mm. mailed in their votes and if we all know anything about australia post if you mail something it's going to get there within like a week or maybe even two days and this there's 52 states or 52 50 states of america 54 i'm not sure 50 something i thought it was 49 oh (laughs) but still 50 states like yeah, 50, 50 is there. Let's yeah. call it 50 America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Trump's going, oh, the votes are coming in after. I'm like, well, you still got time to you still need to count how many yeah. million of votes that are coming in. Mm. And then, like, you just vote. And that's why it, it dragged on for ages because people just counted in votes. People were working overtime, overnight. Yeah. People were working, like, 16-hour shifts just counting votes. And then... And all volunteers. Yeah, all volunteers, all all that kind of stuff, man. Like, and then something happens. Like the post office mayor or manager mm. went home sick, and then they just closed the office. Yeah, the rest of the day. So then they didn't send anything out until the next morning, and then 
yeah, that yeah, a lot of discrepancy um, there. And that made me realize, like, I think 150 million people voted. And this um, thing is especially prevalent in Asia. In Australia, it's compulsory to vote. But you know how where people can choose not to vote. Do you think once you're above the age of 18, it's mandatory voting? Do you think that's a good idea? Look, uh, people have been, especially women, have been fighting for the right to vote right and then voting they they realize voting matters yeah right and if like australia it's mandatory you get a fine right unless Mm. you have a good reason as to why you should not vote i think as a responsible person of the society you should vote Mm. if you don't vote that kind of swings it it's not a true accurate reading yeah but what's the responsibility of the government because at the age of 18 when i had the opportunity to vote i I had no idea what to do. I went on to vote, but, you know, I'm not proud of this, but I voted for the best-looking logo, the icon, because, well, the Nepalese government didn't educate me or I didn't really have the resources to, you know, to weigh who's better and who's not. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. voting compulsory in, in Nepal? No, it's not. Do you still vote while you're here? I can't, no. I, I, good question. I, I believe you'd have to be residing there. Because I've got I've got an American friend, and she voted while she's here. Oh, that's because they have mailing. Um, yeah, they have mail, mailing ballots. You've got to be physically there. You've got to the be living in the con- on the country. No, you've got to be physically in, like, walk into the booth and then vote. Oh, okay. So you can't right. really email or mail it. Yeah, in. I mean, it's the same with us. Like, we don't do mail-out votes or anything. No. But I still think there's a form. Like, if you are a citizen of the country or mm. something, you have to you vote for a different... Like if you're on holiday or something, yeah, there, there must be a way. Yeah, there might be some sort of exemption there if you're on holiday or whatever. But yeah, there's obviously always exemptions mm. if you can be bothered or just cop the fine. <laughs> it's funny you guys say there's always exemptions, but you have no idea how the rest of Asia functions in terms of politics. There is things are hard in terms of getting things done. I'll show you a picture of. Um, the road department where you get your licenses, where you apply for vehicle registration and transfers. Oh my god, it's a it's a it's a fucking if you if you decide to get your license a day, you've got to allocate an entire day from the beginning. Like you've oh, got to be there serious. at six. You've got to make sure you have um, you know enough documents, otherwise you'll be sent home. Nothing's electronic. Um, yeah, it's a it's crazy. Things hopefully have gotten better. That's terrible. <laughs> I thought the RTA was bad. <laughs> oh, I didn't have your oh. license. Go home. Dude. We'll see you tomorrow. Ask any... Um, oh. <laughs> Took a big chunk. Um, ask any um, immigrant or Asian who's come from there. They will tell you uh, that the RTA is a massive culture shock. That's when you realize, okay, this is process. Like things are working. You can see things are working because you go in there, you get a ticket, you sit down... And then someone greets you. There's always yeah. things to do, and then it gets done. Yeah, 100%. Is it the same in China? Oh, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> wow. Well, I can tell uh, in Campbelltown, it's probably not the same. <laughs> but uh, it's similar because people people in Campbelltown, man, oh, yeah. God. They, they can't just sit still and wait. They have to bring in their kids, and they're like, crying, and then they're like, all shaking up and so going here get my license it's just <laughs> but yeah boys um welcome to bottled oh it's good to be here. we yeah. are officially in again 
again. Round two. Yeah. Um, I am so glad this happened. Oh, it's been a long time coming, right? Yeah. We've been planning this for a while. We have. And I, I honestly didn't think it happened this quick. I was like, uh, it would take some time for us to all manage our times. Just, um, yeah. Book a well, this guy having kids and being responsible <laughs> and all. I mean, being a, yeah, a dad. <laughs> yeah. no like as soon as as soon as i came in for the first episode i'm just like i i need to do this again this is awesome this yeah. is this is great you opened my my i don't know eyes to <laughs> like you broadened my horizons when it comes to podcasts because i never really listened to podcasts before mm. and then you're like oh i do a podcast and then you know, i jump on spotify and i see a podcast that someone that I used to follow made and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's give this one a go. Okay, mad. it's just people talking. Exactly. It's yeah. just hearing people. It's just a conversation that I'm just sort of listening in on Yeah, and yeah. hearing people's mindsets. Yeah. And we had this when you came in as well. Like you don't really, if you're listening to this, you don't really have to listen to the entire thing. I mean, we appreciate it if you do. Um, Skip to the end. <laughs> But that's that's that that I believe is the beauty of podcast. You're not really locked in. You can't really listen to this in a movie theater. You're like it's on your phone. If you want to listen, you know you're having a drive. Just listen to it. And um, yeah, it was incredibly fun. And I remember you saying when you first, when you came in and to us like 55 minutes on the end, you're like, oh man, this is so good. Just talking, and I could see your energy just go like release on the table. Yeah, yeah. talking's fun, man. Yeah, talking is fun. I mean, training both of you guys. It's the most talking I've ever done. <laughs> probably didn't, sh- should have focused a bit more on work, but it's just you guys are just constantly I sidetracked. And I'm like, being me, being me, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Let's <laughs> hey, talk about I'm, this. I'm interested about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And just a bit of context around that training. So you trained us to, um, to do that particular task that we were um, hired for. It was. I didn't, it didn't feel like work. I was like, I go in. I was like, I'm gonna talk to no, these no. people. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Like, coffee break. Smoke break. Yeah. Coffee break. Smoke break. It was, just, smoke break, it was just you come in. Okay. You, you this process. You do this. You do this. You click this. You have to say this. Oh fuck! It's getting boring now. Yeah. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> smoke. And he's like, all right, we'll go go to your desks and do this, and and hit me up when you when you're done. And I'll check it. And yeah. you're just doing your own little thing on your laptop yeah. and checking your phone and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And Richard's like, he's training. And he's like, oh, hi guys. To be honest, I think this is probably the best way to train. If you go like full focus, 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 think about what yeah. you're doing. It's just people start to just days off. I yeah. I hate being micromanaged. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely so hate like, it. Someone's you sitting learn behind how you, learn, you right? the entire time. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's the worst. Yeah. Because yeah. then like you're already on edge doing it and you're like, oh, I need to remember this because if I do it wrong, he's just going to snap from behind and be like, no, you missed this. No, you yeah. missed this. No, dude. It makes it very, um, it's like, what, uh, I, it first makes me anxious and a bit nervous. Then I feel like, why should I just do what you're telling me to do? It's, it, it, that feeling comes in. And I feel like that form of training, like you said, it was so good because we were first learning, second, having fun. And third, just getting trained, like we accomplished the task as well, which is essentially why what we're getting paid for. Yeah, exactly. Um, further to that, it's just you guys work how you like to work. And then I'd rather give you the feedback afterwards, mm. as long as there weren't any breaches or anything like that. But, you know, the compliance was outlined at the start. Yep, yep. And then we'll go through it. 
Um, and then and then you see how we work, and you kind of yeah, then I mold myself yeah yeah to yeah. how you guys work. Yeah, exactly. Did it change you as a person after that training? Uh, I believe it was your first training, right? Uh, first, f- first training of that skill set. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, it was the first full-on training where I had to design everything myself. Mm. But yeah, it did change me. It, it it taught me patience. It taught me not that you guys were testing my patience, mm-hmm. but it did teach me patience. Yeah, because um, everyone works at their own pace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And like sometimes can't, I can't just be like 100 miles an hour all the time. Mm. I have to slow it down a bit. And that taught me, okay, you know, let people understand things and then go back to them. Yeah. And let them ask questions as well. Yeah. Yeah. But as a trainer, um, because you be, you've, be, you've done this for uh, quite a few times now. As a trainer, you know how when you're trying to teach a group of people something and you see them dozing away or just, you know, dozing off, just yawning, and then you, you, you can tell when the attention's not there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you gain it back um, as, as a trainer if you have something, you know? Oh, like, I'd say, okay. Like trick. Break. Obviously, not everyone's there. Break time. If you come back and you're still like that, then that's on you. Because <laughs> I already gave you a break. Yeah. You already had your diary, you had your smoke. Yep. So yeah. if you're still tired, you either didn't get enough sleep or yeah. you just really don't care. Yeah. I, I lean towards the other one. Yeah, like you, you, don't, you don't really care. Like, if you don't really care, that's fine. Like I can only do what I can do. Yeah, yeah exactly. True. Like we're all adults here. It's not in high, like high school. It's like we try and force you to learn. It's like you're getting paid for what you do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. put it or not. So. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I love about adulthood uh, in itself. Is like you know people don't care about each other yes. anymore, right? We like, really don't. I mean, like in terms there's too much of, shit going on. Yeah, like for us to like legitimately worry about yeah something so minuscule exactly it's just like at the end of the day would it matter no i'm still going home you're still going home we get paid you get i thought paid. we were staying tonight oh <laughs> i thought we had a we were doing a bender is, 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 that, is that the word i don't know i'm not, not a sunday bend. Is it? <laughs> a sunday bend <laughs> to what's what i call it it's a school night we got yeah. work in the morning oh yeah true right Man, like nine o'clock. What time is it? It's it's ten thirty, and we were just sipping on whiskey. It's funny. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. I was I was thinking, oh god, this is gonna be crazy. I wake up at eight thirty, just you know, manage the tables and shit. I was like, ah, I don't know what to do. Then I had coffee. Finally, like a a breath of fresh air. Yeah, Yeah, coffee really snaps you up, and it was really really even when we were training right it's like no one functioned well without coffee. Nah. Oh, absolutely if we're if we're coming in at eight o'clock like people have had rough nights like people stay up the night before like i've got kids yeah i could wake up at any moment and be like oh, okay whatever yeah you can't go back to sleep because hey it's nearly fucking time to go work yeah yeah pretty much and you're like all right well i'll well go to work yeah and you wake up at like six in the morning um no it depends. On, on an, on, the crazier part, on a weekend, he wakes up at six. You're like, what do you do? Uh, it depends. <laughs> Anywhere from from five to six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Has it always been this way or ever since um, the kids? Uh, it depends. Like, it, like if, if one of our kids is sick, they'll wake up in the middle of the night. Or if, if our oldest one, Phoenix, has a nightmare mm. or, or if he's unwell, he'll wake up in the middle of the night. Or just sort of read a book or put some music on yeah it's like your body's so just hang out for a little for a little bit and then eventually he'll go to sleep yeah like your body's trained yourself just to be aware that something might happen and you've got to wake up yeah yeah it's just like you know 
you sleep with a pistol. He sleeps with his kids. <laughs> I sleep with pistol. We've got a we've got a baby monitor in between me and my wife. So in case you've got a what? Sorry, a baby monitor. Ah. Oh. So we've got we've got a camera um, on each of our kids' cots or cribs or yeah. where they sleep. So if if we hear like a sneeze or a cough, we don't have to actually go in. We can actually just check the monitor because it's a camera. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's just, he's just sneezed. But Don't most of the time it's silent, right? Because if it's a constant noise. Mm. Well, we've we've got both of them go to sleep with music on. So mm-hmm. our our oldest, he used to fall asleep to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So oh, then, yeah. so then we used to have the monitor on just his camera. So we fell asleep listening to the Beatles. Mm. But now it's just sort of relaxing piano music and and sort of just yeah. Like See, am- ambient music, like yeah. nice soft, not not piano. fifty cent. No, no, just straight Norwegian black metal. Yeah, <laughs> just straight. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, not trying to be a buskel, just shifting the direction of that conversation. That reminded me of, um, you know, what we discussed before we started the podcast about uh, these apps and the technology how they're taking away the early level um, human interaction, right? So in this case, we have this monitor, you're monitoring your babies through that monitor and you just, it, it makes your life easier, which is okay, which is completely fine. Um, Uber Eats makes your life easy. You've got, you can order your food at any time. You can literally order, sitting here, we can order and then there's food at the door in 15 minutes. Tinder as well, if you're dating, if you're trying to date, date someone, meet someone, <laughs> don't give me that smile. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like the Uber Eats for dating. You're like, oh, this one's too big. This one's. Oh, I feel like Indian today. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like eating? Oh, Thai. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I feel like Cogra. Cogra. Let's check out West. Let's expand our radius <laughs> yeah. to yeah. The, the level of spiciness. Level of spice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like apps like Tinder. So what they're essentially doing is giving us this convenience, but they're also taking away um, that early level human interaction that we that we developed on, that we that made us who we are. It may not seem as uh, you know, it may not seem detrimental now, but I'm always worried about uh, where it's headed. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, when you go out to eat and you're mm. with your parents, there's a story of my father, right? Mm. So. I was really thirsty after like a plate of hot chips. I was like, Dad, I really want a Coke. And he goes, okay, here's $5. Go buy one yourself. Mind you, I was like six years old. So I was like, (laughs) this is the first time I ever had to buy anything for myself. So, you know, that interaction with a person asking for a can of Coke and you got this money and you think, Uh what is this, right? That is probably going to be eliminated later because everything just going to be online mm-hmm. you never have face-to-face interaction your kids will be like you know oh if i want something it's on this weird tablet thing i can just click yeah. on yep. i don't have to talk to anyone and would that develop into like some social anxiety for like every kid ever yeah you know yeah. Yeah. and the fact taken, that you yeah. still remember going out getting the can of coke getting the yeah. money holding it and yeah. just being allowed to cross the street by yourself to get oh the yeah oh I, I was terrified yeah. yeah but you know it was like ripping off a band-aid after that i was like i can do this again i can talk to people now this i can talk good. it's like learning a new skill you have <laughs> learned a new skill talking to people increased. achievement unlocked yeah 
But see, at the same time, it's probably helpful with people that have some sort of social anxiety. Like if you imagine someone who's really anxious about being in a crowd, they're not focused about, oh, look at the pretty girl across the corner or look at the look at that boy across mm. the corner or whatever. They're worried about, can I go home now? Can I go home now? Yeah. Because then you have that entry-level interaction where it's just I'm in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. I can talk to this person wherever I am, wherever mm. I'm comfortable. And then if it goes to that next level, we can then... Like I already know that person a little bit better. Yeah. Sort mm. of like, yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I think it'll get to a point where mm. you'll do like virtual dates. I don't know technolo- yeah. how technology is going to be. Because mm. I know with, sorry, because I know with like Disney Plus and stuff, you have watch parties. Mm. So you can watch a show, but sync it up to someone else's show. So you mm-hmm. can watch it at the same time. Instead yeah, and have a webcam set up as well. Instead of I've sitting down it, yeah. together watching yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I think that's going to be a little strange, but Yeah, that's that's exactly my point. What the fuck is that? Like look at what's <laughs> happening. Like you're like setting up a watch party with someone um you know who's probably next suburb and then you know it's it's it's, it's the beginning of things. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about. But do you it's think like, this is because of COVID? That's another thing. It's it's like a rabbit hole here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where it gets that's where it gets tricky. Like Uber Eats and stuff have helped people and businesses that are shut because of COVID mm. stay open. Like you've got you've got the app that came out DoorDash, mm. which they opened up like fancy restaurants and they hooked it up with basically food delivery drivers, so you can get like a fine steak yeah. and mm. chips and stuff from a restaurant that you. You know, you have to book in like three weeks in advance. Yeah. yeah. And you can just like, okay, cool. It's right here. Like it'll it'll help with employment and everything. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. I think, I think there needs to be like a balance, a healthy balance. Because you can't like watch. Can you imagine just, oh, I'm going to have the boys over for a game, have mm-hmm. a few beers. Oh, he can't come. Oh, he'll just watch it at the same time I'm watching yeah. it and we can have a beer over a webcam. Yeah. It's kind of... Yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 sometimes it all feels very um, calculated. It's like it, it's like we were meant to have the pandemic. We were meant to have certain apps that would assist us during the pandemic. So we get so, uh, sort of accustomed to the, with that way of life. We mm-hmm. start enjoying it. We start losing the human, the human touch that we crave for, and then that's it. Voila! Twenty years in, we're like, you know, like you said, having a beer with Richard in Campbelltown, and you in uh, Parramatta, and like we just that's it. That's that's our, 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 our hung out with friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just going out to hang out with the boys, and you just walk out of your room into a laptop, and, and you guys just get a few bevies. <laughs> you're virtually watching a movie together. Yeah, I think I think there needs to be a healthy balance. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to get difficult now that technology is get just getting better and better. Yeah, but like I I like going out and hanging out with people in person because mm-hmm. then you've got the mm-hmm. social interaction. But at the same time, like if I don't feel like going out, I can still just talk to people over yeah Facebook or. Yeah, you always have that convenience, yeah. Yeah. And it made a lot more sense back in 2005, 2010 when things were still coming out. You're like, this is absolutely brand new. And now, 10 years down the line, it's just, you know, it's it's developing and we are going out less. 
um, more things happening online, and then that's that's where the the scary part begins for me. Yeah, definitely. Like before, we had was MSN, <laughs> the best. And sometimes that didn't cut it, so it's like, hey, do you actually want to go out and do something? Yeah. And then and then you'd have to be like, okay, well, I'm I'm about to leave the house. I'll meet you at yeah. the bus stop in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And then you won't have their number because you've only chatted on MSN. Yeah. And you're like. Shit, how do I... And also, I don't have credit because... <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't have credit because I don't have a job. So, how am I going to end up going to meet this person? What yes. if hope. What if I'm there at 10 o'clock and they're not there? What Do I wait? Are they late? We don't, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be late or if they're early. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. But now you're like, you can track where people are and stuff. Oh, they're just down the road. Share live locations yeah. and I'll stuff. I'll just wait. Yeah, share live... App- oh, my God. That's, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, that, that, that one's... when yeah. you're in a crowded place and you're like, hey, where are you? Yeah. Share. You just walk to the blue dot like it's a fucking game. Well, yeah. see, my, my, wife, my wife and my mum-in-law do something something similar. Like, my wife was like, oh, where's mum? Oh, she's at Coles. I'll just call it. Hey, can you pick up this from, from Coles while you're there? Yeah. And we'll do something similar. Like, mm. oh, okay. That's hectic. Yeah, Kira's, Kira's at Woolies. Oh, I thought about something that I needed to get. Oh, can you just pop in to this and get something for me yeah see what that's doing is it's making it easier to know that where that person is just spotting that person in a crowd like you said that is amazing that uh, i love technologies like google maps where like you know you want to go somewhere you've got an app that's built for navigation and you know you're getting there it's it's amazing yeah that those apps are i have to say man it's uh, google maps changed the world yeah google maps is amazing so when you go to Korea, it doesn't really work. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? No. Why not? It, it, they just have something called um like Kakao Maps and tech, uh, like alternative oh. maps, things that are more Do suited Google... towards their cities. Right. Okay. And Google is just, yeah, I opened up Google in Seoul, Korea, and it's just, it shits itself. It doesn't know where you're going. It's, the, the streets aren't mapped properly. But it works. It, it, barely. You'll get <laughs> lost more than often with it. It'll, so it'll you have to like download their app. Updated or something. Yeah, download their app and it works like mm. better than Google Maps itself. Yeah, they say the internet in South Korea is one of the best. Oh, in it's the world. number one. Is it? Yeah, the speed wise, they got five G like what ten years ago or something. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and the NB one N was supposed to make us the second fastest in the world. When <laughs> that was four years ago, it was no, supposed to make us the second nowhere fastest. Nowhere near, man. No, it was supposed to when it, when the plans came out yeah. and the projections came out. We were like, okay, this is going to make us the second fastest, and then oh, even if yeah, now it's like we're nowhere. I think we dropped down from twenty six to thirty five. I think we checked it when you came in. No, it was someone else. No. Yeah, I think it was someone else. Right? Yeah, because labor labor wanted to put in like the best internet for everyone and make everyone like digitally connected. And then liberal gaming, just like, nah, this is good enough. And so then, then COVID came and everyone's like, oh, everyone's using the internet because they're working it's from home. Fucking, we, yeah. need a, we need to fast track this. Yeah. yeah. And they've just rushed it and it's Insane. sort of it's delayed. Yeah. It's it's okay. Like if you're in an area that have that has NBN connected, it's like, yeah, cool. I still don't use NBN. I still use the data off my phone. Yeah. And that's, still, and that's still wow. 4G. Like. Yeah. Because we've got, like, I've got my brother-in-law who, who games and, and or used to study. Mm. And then we've got three other people that use the internet. I'm just like, I'll just use the data from my yeah. phone. Mm. Same. I use data for gaming as well. Um, we've got ADSL 2 plus at the house. Works, works works okay. 
<clears throat> not not good enough to play your games on. Nah, no, nah. absolutely not. You can't play Dota. So you're telling me you're playing Dota on your 4G network? Yeah. No and lag? No lag at all. I do not lag. And that that's what pisses me off. That is crazy. <laughs> that's what pisses me off. I don't lag. I've got a super fast computer and I'm losing games. <laughs> yeah, and it's that's losing all on your data. You, that's all on you. That's just you unlimited. Skill. No, I've got like 90 gigs of data. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've got heaps of, and the funny part is if you think that you know um, the games take a lot of data, but actually they actually don't. No, it's updates. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, updates. it's just downloads. It's just using the connection. Yeah, because it's like some sort of constant connection, like it's just there. Yeah, and if it breaks mm. or if you need to download something, it's like okay, now I'm going to use all your data. Yeah. yeah, it's more like upload speed when you're on the in the game. Yeah, yeah, but you know the internet was, um, if they you know they predicted a lot of things back then. Uh, but I don't think anyone predicted the internet. Predicted the internet? I'm not. I have no idea about this, but you could be right. Yeah, like imagine 1920. Uh, I mean, yeah. I remember when Apple released their iPhone. Uh-huh. Like I still had my shitty Nokia flip phone. 2005. The Razor. Yeah. The Razor. Uh, oh, Motorola. That, that was a Motorola. Yeah, I had, I had a Classic. Nokia flip phone, and then. Like, I had to take turns between my mum and my brother to use the Facebook on the computer. And then, what, 2000 and whatever came about. Oh, yeah. you can have a computer in your in your pocket now. Yeah. You can access anything at any moment in time using this little rectangle device on your in your pocket. Yeah, I mean, dial-up internet was a thing. It's like, oh, if I want the internet, I have to wait 10 minutes for it to connect. Yeah, it was the sound. Yeah. And sometimes it fails, so you have to try it again. The whole song yeah. again. Yep. And whole, someone does a song. Someone wrote it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, there is a song about this. And someone picks up the receiver, and the internet's gone. Oh yeah, the call drops in. You just like, mom, I was playing RuneScape, <laughs> and you get off the phone. Yeah, it actually cares. I was changing, <laughs> my, I was changing my status on Bebo. What what's Bebo? I I actually Old, don't know. Uh, before Facebook, it was like that the was OG Bebo. OG Facebook. I thought it was High Five or MySpace. yeah, that was High Five, MySpace, and there was Bebo. But Bebo was very big in Sydney, Australia. I never had Bebo. Uh, I never had was, anything like that. Think of the most convoluted Facebook there is with widgets. Think yeah. of like Facebook being iOS, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then Bebo was early day Android. Oh, it was yeah. just. Put everything on your page, all widgets, make games on it. Ah, oh, very, yeah, congested. Yeah, yeah. It was that, but people loved it because it was like so many functions and it was new. I never used Bebo. Oh, remember, you missed an error, man. I remember when my, my mum realized that there were games on Facebook and she's like, oh, what's this? Farmville. Farmville. Oh, it's still going on. It's yeah, still, it's still there. I, I remember I got, <laughs> I got Facebook after my mum got Facebook. It was so strange. So your mom got Facebook first. Yeah. And then she's and then like, hey, son, try this out. <laughs> me at like 13, like, I've got friends that I can talk to. This is, like, come on. Can I can I have a go on the computer, please? She's like, I just got uh, auntie and uncle. And yeah. I just, I just, and then she's like, no, leave it, leave it for a couple of weeks. I need to get this pink sheep or something from Farmville or whatever. Oh, but, but, then, but, but imagine that. Facebook was so good back then. It was, I, I still yeah, remember. Yeah, I still remember going to my cousin's place and he was showing me this um, homepage and you had a picture and people were being tagged in it. Yeah. And uh, it was so good. I, I was like, wow. It was like, you're posting pictures digitally. 
tagging people in. You're sort of having comments and chats there. It has changed. It's it's crazy, man. We're taking photos of the kids, and Facebook has realized that we're we're a family unit, so yeah. we can tag our sons on the Facebook photos. We didn't ha- we don't have an account for any of them yet because they're two and almost one. Yeah, but when they're when it's their birthday, Facebook will give us a recommended scrapbook about every photo that we've tagged them in. I think that's uh, incredible. Is that, is that a yearly thing, a year in review? Thing? Yeah, like we yeah. can we can jump onto like a different page on our Facebook of scrapbook of our kids. And I think uh, that's pretty cool. And then you didn't need to create the scrapbook; it created it for you. Yeah, we're like, I think we had to like allow like camera photos or something. Mm. Like we had to sign up. Well, not to sign up for anything, but we now have the option to tag our kids in the photos on Facebook. Oh, and yeah. it'll it'll collate like a scrapbook mm. on on Facebook. Yeah. I think that's insane. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like there there's like two teams working at Facebook. There's a hundred departments of two teams. One to make the platform actually useful and fun and engaging, and the other to make sure how do we how do we collect data and then you know take this the way we want. Yeah. Data was a huge issue with Facebook. Uh huh. Yeah. Our, with all the security and Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking alien. <laughs> and have you seen it, right? Him in court and he's just like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, he, he just... Yeah. He, he, oh, very robotic. Not, he's not uh, human. Yeah, he's, he's like, definitely... Pl- I think he is Facebook. He is Facebook. <laughs> I think he, he goes home. He's like, That's oh, the server. I need a walking a, server. I'm, I'm, he's it. like, oh, I'm really tired. Plug me on charge. <gasps> Facebook down. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's down. He's got a bug or something. He gets really sick. <laughs> now I've got a virus. There was a video. Uh, he's like, somebody asked him, Mark, are you a lizard? And the way he answers that question is like, um, it's safe to say, uh, I'm going to know with, I'm going to go with no with that. It's like, it's, it, the, the why would you just yeah. not say no? Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not. He didn't say that. He's like, I'm going to go with it. no. Yeah, I'm going to go with no with that. It's like, what? You had to think about it. <laughs> he's trying yeah, to be comedic i think he's definitely a he's definitely an interesting individual just like elon musk i think he's a little out there with you have the to way that he to be that interacts rich. with other with other people yeah elon musk is a bit more uh you know connected with people he he's he's cool he's he was a party bloke back then so apparently well, um the character of iron man in iron man is loosely based around elon musk i wouldn't be surprised eccentric billionaire tech giant yeah it's based off and he his personality and his body structure probably suits iron man he's like like a big guy he's he's probably got an iron man suit in his basement yeah he's definitely made something like that for sure like elon musk and his company uh, that produced the um what do you call it the flamethrower have you have you seen the videos of that? Yeah, that is ridiculous. But yeah. do, you, do you know what the product's called? It's Boring. Co- it, no, it's called not a flamethrower. Oh yeah. <laughs> but so they they've they've got thing. a they've got a boring company, or it's because they they bore holes yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah, they're trying to make some sort of hyper fast tunnel system. So it's oh. called the Boring Company because they they use boring machines to make holes. Yeah, and they also made the flamethrower just for fun. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we should make a flamethrower. Oh, but, like, it's pretty dangerous. 
Okay, so let's call it not a flamethrower. Yeah. But technically, it isn't a flamethrower. It's just something with compressed air. Yeah. And they add like a deodorant can and a lighter or something onto it. It's just like a compressed air cannon. Yeah, he talked about it in the Joe Rogan podcast as well. He has basically made it just for fun, and it, the entire thing he made what twenty thousand units or five hundred? I'm not too sure. Yeah, he he made yeah. a, a set amount. Yeah, and Joe yeah. Rogan's like, "Are you going to make uh, any more?" And Ethan Moss goes, "Absolutely not." But yeah. it's a bad idea. Yeah. And he told people not to buy it. He, and he said, this is a bad idea. Do not buy this product. And but people, people still, still did. Yeah. yeah. And then for like importation reasons, he had to name it not a flamethrower. Because who's going to allow someone to pick up a flamethrower yeah. in like customs or something? Yeah. Well, it wasn't a flamethrower. Like, no, it was yeah, just yeah. so it was, it was just a compressed air. air. And, and, and that was it. So they could, they had the... Like, you could make something that spurred yeah. flames, and you can hook it up to this. Uh, little literally, thing. put a plastic around it, and then it, yeah, it's not really hard to make a gun-looking, you know, plastic mold. And it's like people didn't believe that that is not a flamethrower. That's like not a flamethrower, and then what? Uh, such a nifty way to do it is like you know a crystal clear name, as in uh, it's not a flamethrower. Bro, if have you ever been on on that website? It's got no. it had two products when the flamethrower came out. It had a hat and uh-huh. a flamethrower, <laughs> <laughs> and the hat just says the word "boring" on it, like yeah. it's a boring hat or something. Th- I'm pretty sure. Like, like I haven't listened to the Elon Musk episode in a while, but the things that Elon Musk does, man, it's a- he shot his car into space, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's playing what music again? Uh, he's, he's playing a music there, Space Oddity. Space Man or something to do about space? I have no idea. Yeah. But I don't know about the car thing. I, apparently, it's still in orbit. Yeah. It's called the Roadster, I believe. It's a, it's a, it's a fast car. There's quite a few videos he, on the um, internet. He yeah. launches rockets from his private island. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he, he invested so much money into shooting things into space. He almost went bankrupt and like he almost lost everything. Yeah. And he's made tons of money now. Like even four years ago, we were like, oh, Elon Musk is uh, here. He's broke and he's going to go bankrupt. Tesla is bad. It's going to shut down. Now he's one of the richest people on earth. Yeah. He created PayPal. Yeah. Before PayPal, he had this, I was telling you, he was a party bloke. And he he rented a massive house. And then he's like inviting people onto the house, renting it just for party. That's how he started. And then PayPal came in. Yeah, there's a, there's a massive story behind that. But yeah, comparing Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, they're like the evil in Mark uh, looks more than than Elon Musk. They're definitely yeah, yeah they're definitely um, interesting people. Yeah, the world needs them though. The, the, oh, we, we need some some crazy. Oh yeah, like, if you think of the richest people in the world, do you think they're normal? Do you think they got where they were for being a normal person? No. Probably no. not. They're all yeah. they're all eccentric and over the top. Yeah. Do you know who the richest now is? Isn't uh, that the Amazon dude? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Man. I think I sent you a uh, meme once. Uh, if you could save $10,000 every day since the pyramids were built, you still wouldn't even have half of Jeff Bezos' wealth. Since the pyramids were built. <laughs> $10,000 a day. Like, imagine what sort of money that is. That's that's enormous amount of wealth. You would never run out of that. I wonder what he's doing with all his money. Does he yeah. give it away a lot? I'm sure he, he does. I think he gives, like, 
small percentages of his money to charity. Small percentage, which is still a lot of which money. Which is still like millions of dollars. But like, you know, when it comes, like if you're comparing to us, it's probably like his version of like five bucks. Like he'll just yeah. chuck five bucks in. But five bucks for him is like millions of dollars. 50 billion. Like it doesn't, it doesn't hurt his wallet. To yeah, donate to money mm. that much, and th- that's another argument. But people, uh, he's donating money, uh, and people are um, comparing that with the amount of wealth he has, and saying that's not ethical because you're you're literally giving away five dollars when you have like fifty thousand in your pocket. Um, what do you what do you think? Is that is that an argument we should be making, or can, or just appreciating the fact that money's been donated? Oh man, it's, that's it's a really, loaded it's question. Really, it's really tricky, man. Like. Uh, we can't we can't force him to donate money it's it's all a choice for the person who's doing that act so if i look in my wallet and i see a 50 dollar note with like a 20 dollar note i'm likely to give a 20 dollar note yeah just because like i need i need to buy stuff too but when it comes to someone who has what is it? Close to is it billions of dollars or millions of dollars? I don't know how much him, he has. Uh, billions, bro. Million, millions is like uh, Richard has it, a million dollars. Yeah. Well, well, put it this way: if you were to win the lottery, <laughs> let let's just say something. Okay, like five million, you'll be well off and you could live your life happily. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. This guy has in the what trillions now or something. Yeah, uh, not. Tri- I think he's still in billions. the high billions, three fifty something. Yeah. Right. So he's got more enough to live. So it all comes yeah, down to yeah. quality of life. What's he doing with his money? Does he need the money? Because yeah. he is, you know, he's the CEO, right? Yeah. He could. He he doesn't need to do anything anymore. He can just give that position to someone else, and he yep. can just go live in the Bahamas or whatever. Yeah. So again, on that token, yes. What are you doing with your fifty billion dollars? <laughs> if you know, you could all say, "I'll give ninety percent of that away and be happy with what you have left." Yeah, and that could make sense, but we aren't in that position of having fifty billion dollars, and we're pretty, we're pretty, we're also like critics as well. I'm like, oh, mm. he should be doing more. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not, we're not thinking, oh, what's what's he doing? Like, is he does he have kids or does he have family sure. that he he supports? He or? had uh, he divorced recently, and then the wife became the. 10th richest person uh, so she went into the billionaires list because of the divorce oh because she got some of his wealth she got massive amount of wealth good lawyer <laughs> he's probably just like okay i'm still number one yeah he's still probably like oh, okay i'll just i'll just have to you know oh. not take my jet skis out this weekend to, to <laughs> i just have to up. wait like a month of revenue yeah. yeah i'll postpone purchasing the mansion in england <laughs> that's that crazy amount of wealth, man. But yeah, I, I'm. I, I really appreciate what you said. Is it's it's the freedom that do you want to donate or not? Like it's a. Yeah, it's um, it's not it's not our place to say. Like no. we're we're we'd be doing something different if we had millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Like if we had all the money in the world, I'd probably buy a house, I'd buy a, a car, and I'd I'd be set. Like I'd still work. Yeah. I I probably wouldn't just be like. I want to stay home and not do anything. I'd still want to do something. Yeah. I guess it comes down to the innate human um, and the need for wanting more. Like, you know, you know how you make a certain amount of money and then you're like not satisfied. You purchase a certain product and you're like, oh, I wish I had that instead of this after a few months. 
I guess it's the exact same thing. The more you make, the more you want, and the more you're afraid to let go. Yeah, you just always want something better. You want something better. You want something better. And it's yeah. hard to give up that need. Yeah. Right? It's the same reasons why we update our perfectly good phone every year. <laughs> oh, yeah. iPhone 11 now, iPhone 12. Now I've got now this feature, but I paid extra $500 on top. Yeah. So why do we need to do this? Because either... It's, it's new. It's new. It's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's by the Xbox... Yeah, uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, Series X. The X Xbox. What's that? Or the PlayStation Five or something? Oh yeah, I still got the PlayStation Four. I don't. I don't have any need to upgrade yet. PS Four is a perfectly good machine. There's no need to upgrade if you don't really have to. PS Five is amazing. Apparently, it's it's really you know, it's good for money. The money you pay for. It's a new generation of console. Put it that way. Yeah. But eventually, like you'd have to, if if you're serious about gaming and stuff, you'd you'd have to upgrade eventually. Because yeah. then, oh look at the new the new game in the series. Oh, it's, it's only on PS Five. Yeah. It's only on PS Five. Yeah. And you're like, damn it. Yeah. They yeah they they do pull the shit out, man. Exclusive and shit, and then you've got to purchase one day. But well, hopefully we we don't really have to because I'm not a big fan of getting a new phone now. I, I, I love my perfect, you know, iPhone XR. It's it's an average. It's a budget iPhone apparently. Although it's eleven hundred bucks. Well, you got the limited edition red one too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I, I had one of those. And I'm gonna take the case off now. That that's it. Um, I want to use the phone how it was built, how it's sold. It's, yeah, you can appreciate the whole phone. Yeah. Good Tell luck, you what. Good luck when you drop it, man. I tell you what, the first drop, hopefully it's not fatal to the phone. If it's just a little scratch, that first drop is like a sigh of relief. You can now start enjoying the phone. (laughs) Before that time and getting a brand new iPhone or uh, a Samsung, whatever, you do not want to drop that. You put a case on it, you put a slab, everything. It looks like shit now because (laughs) you put a brick on it. Yeah. You take that shit off. Just do a little little drop, have a little scuff and you'll be like, oh, it's... It's okay now. It's yeah. it's worn in. Yeah. I've, I've dropped my phone. And a then you start of times. to bring out your phone and you know enjoy yeah. the phone for what it is. Yeah. You know, do you, you have a case as well? I do, but it's a really thin one, and I take it off every every five days or so just yeah. to have fun with the phone. Yeah. I've, I've got a little one. It's got the just a bit of plastic that goes that protrudes out of the case. So uh-huh. if I fall, drop it yeah. like that. Yeah. It won't ruin. The mm. So one of the biggest flaws in phone cases were that they didn't have that small um that that extension there. Yeah. Because if you so, drop it, you still bug it. Yeah. Man. And, and forget about even if you put the phone um screen down on a table or the get floor, some micro scratches. Yeah. Yeah. They they really redone that. Yeah. But uh, nah, I'm not gonna use a case anymore. But I've I've had the phone for like one and a half years. It's already it's, it's already there. I've already gotten used to it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's take a quick break. I'll check the cameras as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got the toilet. Come back. Some people actually drink a cup of coffee just before they. I have do a that. Nap. Yeah, I do that. So Two then they espressos, go to bed. When they up. go to bed, and then the caffeine actually clocks in, sort of, yeah. sort of activates mid sleep or towards when you're oh. waking up. So you only actually sleep for. 10 15 minutes but because you've had the coffee you've you're woken well rested yeah wait so just to break it down you have the coffee then you go to bed yeah oh and then when it kicks in 
And then when it kicks in, you're just like, oh, oh hang on. It's for, it, it's not like an eight-hour sleep. Yeah. It's for when you're really, really fucking tired. Yeah. And you have, <laughs> and you have shit to do. Yeah. But you really could take a nap. Yeah. You take, drink two coffee, like an espresso, something really strong, nothing too bloating or else you can't go to bed. Yeah. Go to bed and uh, put an alarm on around 30 for 45 minutes, but the caffeine should kick in at the same time, depending on your metabolism. Yeah. And then you, and then the caffeine wakes up, and you just be like, "Oh, yeah. okay, cool." Something about that amount of now. sleep and that caffeine feels like a full days of rest. It's yeah, yeah. I've mm. done it a few times, but it, it's hard to nail the window. Yeah. yeah, because sometimes the caffeine hits too quick. I'm like, "Oh, that was a good five minutes." Of <laughs> yeah, true. It, it depends on what what type of coffee it is as well. It, but it would also depend on how tired you are. Like if you yeah. if you're like walking like a yeah. zombie. And you're probably, like walking into walls yeah. and stuff. You're like, I should probably go back to bed, but I don't yeah. want to sleep another six hours. True. I'll yeah. have a coffee and then I'll I'll go back to bed. Yeah. And That's what Elon up. Musk's um, wife does. She yeah. does this. Um, I'll watch one of her um, interviews. She has these power bars. These full of caffeine and everything. Yeah. Next to her bed, um, when she wakes up in the morning around like six thirty, uh-huh. she'll wake up. She'll eat that bar and go, and back, go to back to bed. And then when a half an hour, an hour later, she wakes up fully rested, ready to go. Shit, that's no uh, breakfast or uh, anything, just ready to go. That's crazy. Yeah. I've learned something new, man. Wow. That's uh, because I always thought as soon as it, we, that's how the mind worked for me. Like you have the coffee, you can't sleep, so better not go to bed. But no, that's not the case. It does take some time to kick in. Yeah, exactly. Like when yeah. I had this coffee, I was like, oh, sipping on it. Like, oh, it's not helping yet. Then I got here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now I can start to feel the caffeine a bit. Yeah. yeah. Now, now my eyes don't feel as heavy. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, okay, cool. I can, I can start off my day. Yeah. yeah. And is that why you start smashing the table when you came in? Is that why? You don't remember. That's why there's holes in the wall. Man. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what your search term was, like Elon Musk wife sleep test. Oh no, she's a <laughs> she's a musician, and I listen to her music. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, is, oh yeah, right. What is Grimes? What does she play? She plays oh, like, Grimes, yeah. She's a pop singer, but it's a, more like that weird goth, like um, experimental, pop, yeah, experimental pop music. Grimes, yeah. And she's like a full alternative, like yeah, teenager-looking girl. She's like maybe twenty something, mm. and he's like fifty something. Yeah. Or if yeah. you ever look her up, man, Grimes, she is yeah. she is like an alien, and they match together so well. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would definitely go for that. She's amazing. Yeah. But Elon Musk is crazy as well as we yeah. were talking about he's like you know he's this big ass guy uh, with with weird thinking like Joe Rogan the first thing he asks is how do you come up with the concept of digging a tunnel through the United States from one part to the other how, how do you go for that <laughs> and he just responds with oh we'll just we'll just dig a hole yeah <laughs> like ask. I just I just get my permits and uh, yeah. yeah just dig a hole so that's that's essentially what he did like he and Joe Rogan's just going there has to be more than that yeah like you can't. How, like, do you have to speak to anyone? Like, oh, you just no, no, just get a permit for a swimming pool, and then you'd be like, oh, just kidding, a swimming pool, just <laughs> kidding, and you dig a hole. Yeah, oh no, but he's he's trying to like he's digging like massive holes in L.A., like yeah. Los Angeles, mm. like in under highways and stuff to make way for this. 3D, um, 3D roads. He's calling it. Is it? Well, he's making, yeah, like, it's like goes, some sort of hyperspace, like this. Yeah, tunnel. So why were we driving on one surface when we have the whole Earth to work with? True, yeah. You know, imagine going to Parramatta. You can yeah, take of six having... levels of roads, yeah. all with minimum 
traffic because everyone's spread out within the six rows yeah. under the tunnels going at once. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because if to counter traffic, what do we do? We go left to right. We make yeah. more lanes. Yeah. Why not just make an extra level? Right. The, the levels between the, the, the our level right now and the core, we can make so many more levels than going sideways. Yeah. What, what if you break the earth? What if it was never supposed to be mangled with? Oh, well, make make a movie out of it. <laughs> well, hopefully by that time we've, we've colonized Mars and we can just move everything to a different <laughs> yeah, planet. Yeah. Yeah, like, all right, well, we fucked up there. Let's uh, let's go to Mars. Yeah. Try again. Earth 2. Earth, Earth 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think that's possible? Space expedition uh, essentially migrating to another planet? No. Um for the sole reason, you know, there's not enough oxygen or water. I'm sure they'll come up with ideas, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, purifying air into water or something is probably not not something that we should worry about now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, look, I, if, if we have to think about it, it's probably already been thought about already mm. kind of thing. There's probably someone somewhere been like, oh, I can make an oxygen bubble around this mm. sort of pen. Let's see mm. if we can expand it mm. and expand yeah. it and just keep working on it. I reckon, uh, look, maybe one day, probably maybe not in our lifetime, but... Mm. It, probably two, 200 years from now. Where where technology is going, I've got no doubt about it that we, we're not just going to stay on this planet. 100%, man. Yeah. I, I, was, I watch a lot of Star Wars in my time, man. Like yeah, This planet is dying rapidly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, people are not taking care of it. No, not at all. No, especially with plastics and the smoke. Plastic's uh, only a fraction of the problem. Really? What, what else is it's there? It's all landfill, bro. It's all landfill mm. and the, the noxious gases going into the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Global warming. You know, yeah. global warming is one of the main things. It's getting hotter every year, if you've, if you've yeah. noticed. The winters get are getting colder. Winters are getting colder, bro. Mm. That's how the Titanic sunk. You reckon? No. no, 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 no <laughs> there's, there's no way that could have happened. But yeah, and you know how some people are against global warming? I feel like, nah, that's uh, those are people who lived in a bubble. They lived in a certain... Oh, flat earthers. Flat earthers. Global warming is a sham you, made by China. You know, the best arguments are uh, with flat earthers. Like, the, 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 the things they say, man, it's so interesting. I can't take them seriously at all. Yeah, it's it's a different story if you don't want to believe them. But if you do listen to what they have to say, like you know, there's no curve on the Earth when you're uh, looking at the yeah. When you look at the horizon, it it's flat. Yeah, but there are some pretty good arguments, as in it the Earth could be flat, and the pictures that we have, like I don't I don't think the arguments are good if you're. If you have never traveled, or if you were just born, <laughs> can can you imagine? Imagine if there were flat earthers and there were astronauts, you'd just see a two D square of a yeah. planet <laughs> instead of these nice little perfect orbs, right? Like yeah. spherical planets. They're just like, oh no, there's a there's yeah. a rectangle there that has to be a planet. Oh, there's a triangle there. That's a weird looking That's planet. That's a piece of Lego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me if you keep sailing one direction, you've got to fall off. Or you just keep going into who knows. Yeah. No, it's weird, man. Yeah. No, it's, uh, the, the earth is round. That's for sure. Let's <laughs> confirm on the record the earth is round. Do we agree? The earth, is the earth round? 
I, I, I believe that planets are round. That's you, right. You sound like Mark Zuckerberg now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go with yes for that. <laughs> I have to go with Based yes. on my knowledge about looking at things that are round and looking at things that are rectangular and it's- 2D, <laughs> I, I think I would come to a conclusion that it might be round. No. Yeah. Argument solved. The planet Earth is round and so are the planets. Flat Earth has stopped debating. We've already done it. Yeah, <laughs> already done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's the brightest mind in the table. They've just decided. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be the headline on um, Wall Street Journal tomorrow. Wall Street Journal even. <laughs> oh, three, three blokes in Australia determined that the Earth is round. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Three blokes in, in, in Carlton. Carlson. New South Wales. In, in a podcast nobody's heard about. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of people that, that have heard about it. I definitely have heard about it. Oh, yeah? I think once or twice. <laughs> or, yeah, I think it's called Bottled. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Bottle-O or something. <laughs> we should put a Bottle-O, yeah. But no, um, yeah, there, there are quite a few listeners. It's it's amazing. I, 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 the last time I checked, there were 124 people who've listened to at least 80% of the um, episode, uh, each episode. You're kidding? Yeah, that was... Uh, 120? 120. I don't even yeah. know 120 people. <laughs> no. Uh, the fact that it's on um, iTunes or... In the, um, in the tubes. Podcast. In the tubes, YouTube. Yeah, uh, in the tube as well. Yeah. tubes. Uh, it's searchable and uh, I guess it's just friends and families just sharing it, sharing it around. When when you tagged me on Facebook, my wife started listening to it straight away. Yeah. So did my dad yeah. who, who listens to a couple of podcasts. Shout out, shout out, dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you, dad. Love you, dad. Daddy Kagan. Daddy Kagan. Potential sponsor. Yeah, potential sponsor. <laughs> potential. That was our thing. No, that was our thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, that was oh, so funny. So you, you did it in our, our <laughs> episode as well. I'm just sitting going, oh, don't, not, not a sponsor. And I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch on because I, I didn't listen to you guys' episode before that. Otherwise, oh, I would have absolutely continued that trend. Yeah, but you have now, right? You listen. Potential sponsor. <laughs> have you listened to Darcy's? I have, yeah. yeah. You sound so different on the mic. I know. In it's a good way. It's weird, man. Sound more like Seth Rogen. Like, <laughs> 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 you know, you said you sound so different, and he, he reaches for his drink because he thinks you like you sound shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need, need, need to lubricate my vocal cord. You know, no, but you, you do have a good voice, and so does Richard, and it's very thick and heavy. Oh, it says this guy, the host of Bottle. You, you've you've got a radio voice, bro. I, I've, I've been told. Uh, yeah, I just told you. Just yeah, I, I told you. Like a month ago. Don't you remember? remember? I remember telling you about two seconds ago. Well, and today's sponsor is the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Potential potential sponsor. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, Dublin, if you're watching, if you're listening. <laughs> we love your whiskey. Good whiskey, though. Irish, uh, yeah, they never fail. Very never nice. fail. Never. Yeah, yeah um... I was thinking about this, uh, you know, talking to you guys about um, something very particular as in people controlling the world as well. Just going into that because I feel like, I think we discussed once about, uh, even in this podcast earlier, just 20 minutes ago, but we did discuss at work <laughs> about um, the richest people in the earth, um, in the earth, um, in earth, on, on earth. In the earth. There's people living <laughs> that's, that's seven seven levels below. <laughs> that's English not as my first language and the whiskey as well (laughs) (laughs) but people who are rich and they control basically um 60 of the wealth in the world 
Now, after the pandemic and everything that's happening, I now wonder if people are controlling human behavior as well. Like, you know, linking it back to uh, how we've um, developed these apps and now we're wearing these masks and we've been told by governments to basically follow certain guidelines and being told when and when not to visit our family members. I feel like if it is a, a, a part of a plot, a big plot, and if there are people controlling everything. That's a huge conspiracy. <laughs> let, me just, let me just put on my foil hat. Yeah, um, look, so you're, to, to be honest, that that is a very far-fetched statement to say that it is a plot. I, I think... And until one of us gets COVID and be like, "Hey guys, it's real," <laughs> they weren't joking. Yeah, it's it's okay to be susceptible to that and have you know your suspicions. But um, I think in a way, we we need to follow rules because it's what our human brains are meant to do. Right? It's just like we make rules for ourselves, and we make society, and we live in a society where it's built on rules. I don't think if it's, if it's a plot, it could be, but I think it's just rules that we need to obey and for the safety of others. But at the same time, like as a people and as as countries and as a population, we do we do adapt. Yeah. To a, a few things, like you know, oh, this person gets sick from the cold. He's sneezing. He's he's coughing. Let's just prevent it by wearing a mask, or let's you know it's. This this thing this this pandemic it travels by bacteria. So let's you know wear gloves or let's do this. Sanitize your hands. Yeah. you know it's one point it, five meters. I don't know how they got that metric of one point five. <laughs> We're definitely not one point <laughs> five from each other. Oh. No way, sir. No, but, <laughs> no way. But none of us have COVID. Right? That we know of. We don't, right? I didn't check in. Do you want me to? Do you have a QR code that I can? I'll probably get it now. Yeah, yeah. potential sponsor. Potential sponsor <laughs> QR <code>. QR codes. <laughs> No, but I agree to what you guys are saying. But I just feel like we as human beings have started questioning questioning less of what we've been told. Yeah. I mean, okay, see, COVID is real. That that I agree for sure. Just, you know, laying the terms and conditions or the definitions out there. I agree coronavirus is real. But I don't believe that the the, the virus is as lethal as the media and certain individuals and governments are making it out to be. Oh, it's it's definitely blown everything out of proportion because of the media. Mm-hmm. Like that's where we got panic buying from. That's where we got um, all of like people got really really scared about it at some point. But the media would have just blown it way out of proportion. Yeah, like if everyone stayed calm about it, we would have we would have. There wouldn't have been any panic buying or, you know, I'm not wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. Like it it would be like, think about it. It's just a very infectious flu. It is, yes. Like try try to think of this pandemic to any other sort of illness that you have, like conjunctivitis or or, or a fever or something. Like it's, I wouldn't say it's not serious because there's so many deaths about it and stuff. People are dying, but 
uh, again, it's like the ages, like 80 plus or yeah. the, the elderly or the really young, right? Mm. Yeah. And, and there have been reports from around the world where hospitals and uh, certain medical organizations are putting, um, are tagging a certain death as uh, a death because of the virus because they showed a slight flu symptom or they were coughing before they died. Can't they test that before making that assumption though? No, they are deliberately making that assumption because, uh, let's say, the hospitals in the US, the more deaths there are because of the virus, um, the more funding they get from a certain party. Ah, uh, and, okay. And, and they're like, you know, the more intensified the virus is, the more it benefits their organization's purpose. Now, this is, uh, now, it, it's out there. Like it's, uh, people are, it's it's on reports that people are, um, you know, being tagged as having the virus and then uh, then dying. Um, and like Darcy said, it's it's definitely the news and media that that's just it it all the media blows everything out of proportion, guys. Yeah. Like it's just like people can be calm about it. You can listen to you know a few articles about something, and there's always going to be the media is always going to choose a particular side. Yeah, and that's where you get you know I'm going to watch Channel Nine News tonight. I'm going to watch Channel Seven. I'm going to watch the ABC. They've they've always got their own spin on yeah. it, and then you've got you know media from all the uh, all around the the world, and they're all they're all going to sponsor a few things. They're all going to have their own sponsors. They're, they're all going to have yeah. people that that align themselves with certain politicians or certain mm-hmm. reporters and everything. So. But it's all... Yeah. I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but I do, yeah. Just my uh, my final thought on this would be, if I had to make one, would be that we have started questioning things less than we used to. And we've, uh, we've sort of um, started not looking at a bigger picture as to where this is headed. And that brings me to another question um, of the fact the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine that's been introduced... Um, should it be made compulsory? Now, the question on that would also be, why should it not be made compulsory? Right, It's a vaccine, right? Um, but uh, in, in my opinion, it should be made cheap, affordable, um, accessible, but it shouldn't be made compulsory, which a lot of governments are making it um, become. Yeah, well, there's always going to be those anti-vaxxers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like... Um, God, Darcy, I'm sure you know when you had your kids, you chose to vaccinate them, right? Yes. That's so right. he had that choice to do so, right? Yeah. Yep. But the thing is, with a lethal virus that that is out, right? Mm-hmm. If it's scientifically proven to, you know, cure this virus, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I would if it has been scientifically proven to um, to cure that virus. But my point is, it shouldn't be made compulsory that you should do this. Otherwise, it's against the law. Or against yeah, the- if it's against the law and you're at gunpoint or you get a massive fine, yeah. maybe not. But I think it's in uh, maybe it's in everyone's mm. best interest to do mm. it themselves. But yeah, the, I can't speak for everyone. The argument is, you know, people don't know what they're putting into their body. Yeah, like yeah. people, people don't one hundred percent understand this pandemic. Yeah. It's I wouldn't say it's relatively new, but it's it's been around for a little bit of time. Hmm. Not not compared to any other viruses that we've had, like swine flu or yeah. or the bird flu or whatever, or SARS. Hmm. Um, the argument against it is I don't know what it is, 
Mm. Like you say that it does one thing, but I don't know what it is. Like mm. I don't know um, what I'm putting into my body. True. But say the counter argument is it's potentially going to save millions and millions of lives. Yeah. Mm. I, I guess at the end of the day, statistics have to speak for themselves. As in, is it? Yeah, and you raised a very good point in the um, morning as well at the uh, the kitchen table. Um, once you get the vaccine, what what are the chances you're not going to get it again, or what are the chances you are going to get it again? So I I, I guess a time will tell. In yeah, the- time will tell. Yeah, it's it's still way too early to say. Yeah. it's still like they're still putting on, like, they're rolling it out in the UK. They're still doing clinical trials on groups of people. They've then got to wait. I don't know what months for them to be like, well, how do you feel now? Like, mm. are they are they now going to put this person into a hospital that has confirmed cases and be like, well, how do you feel now? Yeah. Have you got the flu? Have you got a cough? No one, it's it's way, way too early to say. True. Even, even if it's got a 99% chance or a 90%, I don't know how, whatever percent chance of it for actually curing it, it's still way too early to say. Yeah, especially if it's only just been rolling out in one country. Yeah, it's just the US right now. Uh, I think the UK. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course the UK. Yeah, so no, it, it is the UK because uh, an, um, a ninety-year-old lady was the first person to get the the vaccine. She's called the patient A. Patient A. Yeah, patient, there's patient zero. That's uh, <laughs> Borat. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, Borat too. You know the the lady from China who was the first. Um, infected uh person with COVID nineteen. Yeah. She yeah, she, she's called patient uh victim zero now. Uh, patient zero, right? <laughs> uh, patient zero, yeah. <laughs> she's called that, yeah. Jeez. Oh, victim. Victim <laughs> the victim first the victim of many. Uh, but yeah, millions. Um but I guess we just have to be lucky to um to be in a place where, you know, it was well managed, very well managed compared to the rest of the world. New Zealand was better, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to New Zealand. Potential sponsor. Now, New Zealand have handled it very well. The Prime Minister is Gun. pretty top-notch. She is, yeah. She's only been there the recently. She's had a child all the while managing everything. Mm. Yeah, coronavirus is like the side quest for her. <laughs> yeah. The kids, the, the primary quest. It's all, yeah. it's all for the children. Yeah. yeah. Can someone please think about the children? And that's what politicians have to be as well, like humans first. They've got to think how the how does the um, the actions and the policies they make affect them and their children in the future. Because the, the beauty of um, a country as free as New Zealand and Australia is that you will not all, never always have the power. Like if you're the prime minister today, tomorrow you will be just a normal bloke. Oh yeah. Like soon, Trump Trump will just be a normal bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but he, Trump, he's, Trump, he's already, <laughs> Trump's rich. never been a normal bloke. He's, I mean, he's like, always been eccentric. He, he won't and be as protected. He won't be yeah. the bloke. He yeah. won't be the president. He's just yeah. a bloke. Yeah, and that's what Trump wanted to be the bloke. Like he's like, you know, I want to be that guy who's the president of the U.S. Who's already been rich yeah. for twenty yeah. years. Who is the king of New York? It's like, yeah. Good luck to him. Good luck. Yeah. Um, all right. All I can say is I, I wish him well. Yeah, 
but but one thing I do like about Trump is the fact that he's very um he's his his angry and he's just um putting it out there and he's just questioning things because I am I have become I would say a big believer in um thinking that freedom is um your innate human right like you should have freedom um, there are people unfortunate out there like in countries where things are not going well and they can't even leave the country but for um you know in a general scale uh, of uh, human civilization we should have that freedom firstly um in, uh, like that innate internal sense of freedom and also be given that power to think and make decisions of our own while not you know really, really you know committing a crime or harming other individuals yeah, with that said, though, let's say if everyone, the coronavirus vaccine was successful, mm-hmm. 100% successful, and you still had the choice not to take it, mm-hmm. is that just negligent on your part now? That's a good question. Maybe it's just like people People are, well, there There are a few people that are naturally rebellious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're told, oh, do this. No. Mm. That's, yeah, that's, that's most because, Americans, to be no. honest. Yeah. But but to give them credit, those are people who've had something important taken away from them as well. Like a lot yeah. of them as well. Yeah, they have a story. Mm. Every, everyone has it. But that's a no. That, uh, very good points. Um, but yeah, it could be considered as le- negligence if you're not really doing uh, what's proven to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, but no. Um, the, the vaccines out there. Let's. Uh, I, I think I feel like it's time to celebrate. Okay. To be honest, yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a, a hot go. I'll give. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give it a. Uh, what did, what did Russ say? A fair shake of the sauce bottle. Oh yeah, fair shake of the sauce. Who's that? There's a, a prime minister, not not the current one, not the one before. Kevin that. 07? Yeah, Kevin. Or is it? Was it Kevin Eleven? No, it's Kevin 07. Yeah. and Eleven, right? I don't know. I can't remember. Australian politics. There was a there was a, <laughs> a prime minister by the name of Kevin Rudd. He looked a bit like the Milky Bar kid. Uh-huh. And he had a, a weird oh, saying. That guy, yeah. And they, he had a saying called, I'll give, we'll have to give everyone a fair shake of the sauce bottle. Because <laughs> you know, when you get tomato sauce and you squeeze it, there's that little liquidy part. Uh-huh, but but yeah. then you, you shake, it, shake it and then it, it's, it's, it's practically consistent. full. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes sense. It's a huge metaphor. It, it was his way of saying, give everyone a fair go. Give everyone, give everyone a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. But, but he no, just, I he agree. Just said it weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's like two Australians trying to make sure an immigrant understands the Aussie way of saying things. Yeah, but it wasn't really an Australian saying. It was just a saying that he just uh, he made it up and made it made popular. it up, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to use this." Uh, see, I feel like Australians would do that. That's a, that's that's very Australian oh, like making things up, uh, but making a sense as well at the same time. Yeah. Well, you you said one of my favorite phrases earlier uh, in the podcast. It's a bit how you're going. It makes no sense for someone that's not out of the, not in the country. Yeah, it's a bit. How you going? Yeah, how you on? It's just a little weird. It's a little odd. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. It's a little. How you going? If you, it's one of those phases. If if you know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. If you're on our side, it's like uh, I literally you you can't guess. Well, similarly with with people in Ireland, instead of saying how's it going, they say what's the crack, (laughs) which makes no sense. Or in England, or in some parts of England, they'd be like, "All right, it's just all right." And oh, really, I remember, I remember we we mentioned this in our episode. I think Australia is the only country 
that you can answer a question with the same question. How are you going? How are you going? Yeah. yeah. That's that's considered a fine uh, conversation. Yeah. You, you don't really have to answer. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. How are you today? <laughs> but they, don't, they don't care. They're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not listening at this yeah. point. I'm just saying g'day. Yeah, and when you do ask, how are you? Then they get taken aback and they're like thinking for an answer. Like, what do I answer? Because they've never prepared see, for we, that. We also were people that that will tell you how we're not. We'll tell you the opposite. How are you going? Not bad. <laughs> how far is the servo? Not long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it, was it, was it fairly expensive? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. It's not cheap. <laughs> I <I'll> just <laughs> can't just, complain. Yeah, we'll just tell you... The opposite of what it is. Oh, how, how's your night out? Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, most Australians don't like complaining or talking too much. Yeah, I've noticed. I have noticed, yeah. We keep to ourselves a little bit. But there's a lot of small talk as well, I've noticed. Um, uh, along with the fact that we don't really share so much in that small talk, but there is quite a bit of small talk. As in mostly about the weather, the coffee, or where you are, or just the recent political uh, event. We'll also we'll also ask questions that you don't need answers for. Mm-hmm. Like if it's really rainy or a really heavy rain, how heavy is that rain? Yeah, no one's expecting or, a question. An answer or how for bad that. is that? It's pretty bad. So you're basically answering your own question. Yeah, it's like, oh, how heavy is that rain? Can you imagine someone next door going, I don't know, "It's really heavy." I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, we're yeah. But everyone's got their sort of quirky, all, all of the countries have their own quirky characteristics, I guess. Yeah, but Australians are just funny um, and it's just so, uh, it's just nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, that. It's very nice. Richard's shaking his head. Can't agree. Can't, <laughs> nah. Can't, <laughs> can't complain. Can't complain. What's this uh, show you're watching? Maladorians? Mandalorian. Mandalorians. Maladorian. <laughs> Malatang, I'm thinking of that. Oh, I'm hoping that's mine. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's so always worth it. Yeah. What are we? What's that? Mala? What? Malatang. Malatang. It's like a Chinese spicy soup noodles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You can pick whatever you want from um, a list of things they have there. Oh, and they make, make your it. own like noodle box. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. Everything is so tasty. It's just it's so yummy. I've had I've had bits of that before. Yeah. Bits of it. Still niblets. No, like I've I've had okay. I've had Can noodle box. <laughs> yeah, I've had no, I've had like I go to a noodle shop and you choose what type of noodle it is, choose what type of top like topping. Like oh, this thing. is yeah, similar to that, but in a soup. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, a like a soup. like a laksa? No, not really. Similar to a laksa, but yeah. more spicy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you you can choose a level of uh, spice. Yeah, level of your spice. <laughs> yeah. Can I have a level four spice, please? <laughs> Okay, well, it's just rated one to four, so that's you, so it's, you, eight, it's beginner, intermediate, heroic, legendary. Yeah, can I have a, a medium, uh, medium heroic spice? spice. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Halo, the levels of difficulty. Oh, for Halo. Halo, good game. <laughs> um, but yes, Mandalorian. It's a it's a Star Wars show. Star Wars again, <laughs> like Bro, I'm a, I'm obsessed with it. You know when we got coffee and then you were you guys were outside and we got um I, I went in there to get. <laughs> Shout out to Star Wars. Potential Potential. <laughs> Imagine that, man. May the sponsors Sponsored be with you. Uh, so I went to get the coffee in there and the guy, um, Andreas, was like, oh, that guy is really into Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, oh, man. Mandalorian, crazy. sidetracked. Sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's cool, but it's so oh, it's so it's cool. Oh, here we go. He All has right. no Star Wars knowledge, so explaining so, would mean nothing to you. <laughs> a Mandal- Mandalorian is is a people, but Mandalore is the planet which they sort of originate. But you don't have to be a Mandalorian to live there. It's it's a it's a person. Mm. So this person, uh, his his name's Din, but everyone calls him Mando because uh-huh. they're not they're not very common, right? Um, and he he finds this this child. Oh, he he started out as a bounty hunter, uh-huh. so just working for money, and then he he does this job for for the bad guys, and he, he everyone realizes he's got he's got a conscience, but he's never shown his face. You can he he rarely his creed his belief is that he can't show his face. He he won't remove uh-huh. his helmet, but then he. He f- he finds people and he sort of questions his own beliefs, in a way, and then he yeah he just hangs out. He kills people. Yeah. Um. He's like a gunslinger. He's got he's got bulletproof armor. There's Baby Yoda. That's all I know about it. Yeah. He's got a name now. I, I know Baby Yoda, the little creature. Yeah. yeah. Well, they called him Baby Yoda mainly because he was a baby. And he's the same species uh, as a character called Yoda. Oh, I thought that was Yoda uh, as a baby. No, it's no. not actually Yoda. No, it's not actually oh. Yoda. So, so you learned something new. The oh, Mandalorian shit. series. I'm gonna get so sidetracked. So stop me after about six hours after I after I fucking <laughs> uh, let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So the Mandalorian is based after um, episode six, which is after Luke Skywalker and all that. Yep. Um, Yoda died in episode six. I'm not going to spoil it. I thought he died in f- four. So episode one, two, three were the the prequel yeah. trilogy. Episode four, five, and six were the original trilogy that George Lucas made in the 70s. Mm. He got hit with the, just one strike of the uh, lightsaber, then he vanished, didn't he? That's Obi-Wan. That's Obi-Wan. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yoda's the little green guy. Yeah. And he, he died at um, the young age of 900. <laughs> so young. <laughs> so the baby Yoda in The Mandalorian is 50 years old. Ah. But, but compared to their, their life like, expectancy, the he's, he's yeah. a baby. Um, but yeah, no, Yoda, they're just the same species. But everyone called him Baby Yoda because no one knows what the species is doesn't have a name for it not Um, even in the extended universe of star wars people um, don't know george george lucas didn't create a name for the for the for the race that's not very george or either that or he just won't release it oh they'll just leave it a mystery green person yeah and that's that's why his name was baby yoda because everyone knew yoda from the first six films yeah and they're like, oh, it's a little version of Yoda. Yeah, everyone knows Yoda. At least I do. Yeah, yeah good. talks backwards. Good, good boy. <laughs> oh, does he? I, I had no idea. Never heard Weird of talks he does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that, oh, okay. Is that how he talks? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super strange. Yeah. By the way, the camera stopped recording like ten minutes ago. Oh, yeah, because because I started talking about bloody Mandalorian. That's because I'll just rattle on and on and on. He's like, yeah, yeah that's sick of that. <laughs> I've spent like, oh man, I've spent so long. Yeah, on Star Wars, but yeah, it's been um, things about um, one hour and forty minutes of just rambling, just shit talk, talk. just shit <laughs> talk, <laughs> shit talk. Yeah, well, we did touch on some topics. We did. To. 
Uh, I'm not very big on the politics stuff, so I'll leave it up to you guys. <laughs> if you guys want to talk about anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about Uber Eats and and like yeah. not the Tinder, like just the level of interaction. Yeah. Um, let's move it on to like working from home. Like what? Oh, yeah. What mm. kind of what what's in it what's next for for this is it going to be a mixture do you think mm. or i know i've got my own mindset because my my job is like i've mentioned this before like i can only yeah. practice that type of work that security yeah. work in in a, a qualified area so i can't work from home it's impossible for mm. me yeah but like what what do you guys think the future of employment would look like? Yeah. For are a gonna, job, yeah. Are they going to take out Home. massive buildings in, are going to restructure the city? What do you think? Because it's all going to be, well, it's all empty. For the lockdowns, it was, they were dead. I feel like cities are going to be redundant now. Like it is, like, like Richard said, it is, um, like the future is at home. The fact that you could equip your room with, um, just a computer and then you can essentially do your job and then go to meetings on Zoom um, and interact with anyone in the office. It's just, it, it's amazing to a certain extent. Oh, it's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. With but again, internet as well. It's, you know, everyone's got NBN and everyone has stable connection. I don't think that's a main issue as it was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But it would also make, make sort of after work drinks a little redundant as well yeah because everyone works from home like oh let's <laughs> let's grab a oh wait we're not going out never mind webcam i knew i knew a few people that used to drink at home mm. with webcam webcam and zoom and stuff and that was i don't i don't that's not the same understand it's not the same yeah you can't like cheese a glass you can't sort of it's can you imagine trying to like you can't even talk <laughs> after like talk over someone if you're having like an argument it's <laughs> like oh, I, oh lag i'll let you speak uh, uh, hold on he's buffering <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> oh richard's back he's oh, it's not. Know, it's what i'm saying you fu- <laughs> <laughs> but like it's I, i'd surely there'd be some sort of mixture but i guess it'd mm. depend on the industry it'd depend on the field of of work because with security like yeah i'm always going to be in an office well, the question I want to ask is why 2020? Like, why are we only thinking this now? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess the pandemic pushed us in this way. But, like, even without the pandemic, why did companies didn't think like, hey, people can probably work pretty similar at home. And maybe, like, three three years ago, where internet wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. People who started working from home already. I know my father did as an engineer. Yeah, we we had a few people that mm. you know they had a, a few errands to run, so they didn't really see the point coming into the office. So exactly, they decided to just mm. check in from home on a laptop. Yeah. But again, it it just comes back to the industry. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah, you you can't. Like if you're working, you know. In, like hospitality. In, in hospitality, you can't <laughs> yeah. work from home. You can't nah. get a drone and be like, I need to order table number house six or something. To be honest, in LA, I watched this video. People have been dropping food on Uber. It's by have, drone. Yeah. And, and in China as well. Didn't they have Quite a drone a domino robot thing uh-huh, as well? Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, it's working. Domino. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely out there. It's just not mm. massively in Australia or at yeah. all in Australia. Mm. And they're not. we're not fully reliant on technology like 
Mm. Like yeah. you still have the motorists and the delivery drivers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What you said um, about companies just realizing now that, you know, it's time is because I think you answered your own question that the pandemic did push it. It did push it. Yeah. But why did it take the pandemic? Mm. Because I guess companies, uh, because here's the thing, man. If you're living in a building and there's a pool there and you're p- paying pool tax, you better hope the pool's working, like you can access the pool. And I guess companies were paying for certain buildings and apartments and the cities and they wanted people to be there, to use the workspace. The facilities, yeah. Yeah. But it also, it was it was just already common knowledge. Like you wake up, you have a cup of coffee at home and then you pack your bag and you're like, all right, well, I'm off to work. Mm. It was always... It's built into the it was, culture. Yeah. It, was, it was built into the culture. And everyone's like, all right, well, I'm off to work. I've got to do work things. And then at the end of the day, you come home and you're like, okay, honey, I'm home. Right. Yeah. And then you go back on the computer or something that you just spent 7.6 hours on yeah, tapping exactly. away. And then you go back home to play computer. It's like, yeah. if I already have a computer at home, why can't I work at home? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, the and thought I'm, was definitely there, absolutely. Yeah. The thought mm-hmm. was like, well, hang on, why do I need to go into an office to work? Mm. Now, you've raised a very, uh, that's a very good question because, well, yeah, why? Why Where didn't we begin? Like, 20, like Well, you guys play Dota. I can, if I can play Dota on my computer, I can answer emails and, oh, yeah. and do all this other if kind I of If I spent shit. two grand on my com- gaming computer, <laughs> of course I can answer a few emails. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess this is where it's headed now. Like it's uh, people have realized us as um, employees have realized that okay, this is it. We can work from home. Employers have sort of you know they they gave in. Yeah, you know how quickly they've done it though. Within yeah. a month, everyone was oh, home. Was, yeah. Free laptops for everyone. All these laptops out of nowhere. Oh, here have one. We were planning for this. Yeah, you know, like it's amazing how quickly they got everything yeah. together. And, and that's why I think if you're in the right place, this is the best time to be alive. Like, it's, look, look at how things changed and just, you know, we're all sorted. We're very, we're very adaptable. Mm. We're very, you know, work from home and then everyone's got masks and gloves and stuff so we can still, you know, mm. go to the shops and, yeah. and everything. Most importantly, be with your family. Um, just, you know, be safe. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to look after yourself. You've got to look after your family. I yeah like I I wear a mask when I go to the shops. I don't I don't give any to my kids cuz they're it's not like they're going and mm. talking to anyone or mm. or hugging other people or anything but um we still we still sanitize their hands if we're in the car like before yeah. we before we enter the shop we'll yeah. sanitize our hands before we leave when we yeah. get into our, when we get into yeah. the car we'll sanitize our hands as well you're we more afraid of getting it to you giving it to your children than yourself yeah like and we've we've still got people that go out to work so if one of us gets it yeah. we're all pretty much going to get it yeah and then like we're we're very we're very adaptable. We've got hand sanitizer at every bloody door in our house. So every time we go out, we sanitize our hands. Mm, yeah. But see, at the same time, like we've got pets. So even before the COVID hit, we'll still, you know, play with our dog or play with the mm. cats. And then I've got to wash our hands because I'm not yeah. going to handle food with yeah with pet hair and, yeah. and shit on my hands. But now you do it more often. But now we're very, we're, yeah, we're just more aware. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Now, see, that brings us um, to the same argument again. Like, if the reason why we're so scared about uh, about the virus is because we don't have a cure, we would have been scared about um, 
any other virus that we already have the cure for if we didn't have the cure. Um, but yeah, um, it's um, it's it's good that the vaccine's coming out. Um, it's um, you know we we're gonna get this done. It'll be a better place again. We'll adapt. We'll we'll go to concerts. We'll go to oh, you know, yeah. after work drinks. Oh, dude, concert, virtual concerts. I don't I don't understand. Oh um, man, I can't stand them. Music wow. events. And you have these, uh, you have this new thing about motivational speakers and then virtual in virtual environments yeah. as well. I, uh, I get that. But te- I watch TED talks on the on so YouTube. It would make sense because imagine like. You know, people can just text in or email in or chat in their questions, and if they've got more than one, they just collate it into one. Yeah, mm. all that. But I didn't yeah. really understand how how weird would it have been for football players to still play a game, and the stadiums are just completely silent. Do you reckon that dead. affects their performance? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Crowd heard quite a few crowd mentality. Yeah is is everything it like just feels you, like a practice game without yeah it doesn't feel serious yeah like you'd yeah. you'd imagine the same thing like if you're you're a musician if you're playing a gig hmm. and no one's attended the gig how would you feel about that you're like oh no one's cheering us on no one's no one's yeah. sort of dancing or, or moshing or or anything this is this is kind of weird we're just we're just we're just jamming at this stage yeah, yeah. it's glorified garage jam yeah, yeah, the television now puts the crowd noise um, into football games. Oh. But if you mute that, because I guess you have the option that if you mute that and then just look at the players playing, it's like, hey, and then you have the echo. <laughs> <laughs> but see, at this stage, they're letting a couple of people in. Yeah, now, now it's got, uh, become much better, in, even with the Premier League. Yeah. They're, even, they're even looking at what is it, cardboard cutouts of people. That, yeah. that baffled me. Yeah, Here's, I didn't make any any sense. That, that's what to I'm me saying about uh, that. If you watched the Black Mirror episode with um, the guy, what's his name? Uh, I haven't watched any Black Mirror. Any? Sorry, sorry, I've sorry. I've seen a few uh, early yeah. episodes of with Black the Mirror. 15 million merits. 15 merits. Yeah, 15 million merits. That that episode. No. So essentially, there is a concert happening, and there's like a digital version of people in the concert, and I'm like, these things just fucking scare me, man. Like cardboard cutouts. Is that? And oh my it god! Resembles Black Mirror that was made five years ago. I'm like, oh god. Oh, yeah. okay. I was yeah. just about to say that because, like, how recent would have that movie be? Oh, well, that movie, that episode been? That it was very. Um, like, did it adapt five because ago. of no, COVID? No, no, that was before COVID. Shit. That's why Black Mirror became one of the best um, TV series. Um, out there after COVID, especially because so Everyone's many things like, were. Oh my god, they called it! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. I wouldn't recommend Black Mirror though. It, it's amazing if you if you want to appreciate what it shows. I heard it's a very thought progressing, thought in like that's, invoking. That's, yeah, that's the point of the show. It's mm. it's it's almost like a what if, yeah. like what if this happened? What would we do? Yeah, how would you feel? It it is thought provoking, but what do you do with that thought once it provokes in you? <laughs> You start, can either do something with it. a podcast. Or, yeah. You just talk about it. Exactly. This is exactly what they wanted. Black Mirror, it's like, well, one of these times, uh, someone will talk about a show in their podcast. Oh, but then yeah. again, even before that, you had book clubs. You had book clubs. Exactly. So people right. go home, they read a book. Oh, what do you think about page or chapter six or chapter seven? It's just, I think people people like Sahil, people like people that run book clubs, They they live off seeing other people's thoughts or opinions mm. yeah. and they just 
start a podcast. I start. Yeah, like, I have, have an app that, that reviews that, movies, and you can. Mm. It's like a forum, right? Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same thing with any hobby. Um, That's what Reddit the, is. The best, yeah. the best form of advertisement is, I think, it's still word of mouth. It is. Yeah. So, so far, so Sahil, the you know the influencer that he is, if he says I recommend Black Mirror, people are going to start watching Black. Mirror. Have, a, have Mandalorian. Okay, watch Mandalorian. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> no, watch Star Wars first, dude. There's so many recaps of like things you didn't know. Like mm. if you don't have the the time to watch seven Star Wars movies and then seven seasons of an anime, I thought there was eight. There's nine. Nine. So there's yeah. there's three, three trilogies. Three sets of trilogies. Yeah, and then you got seven seasons of an animation movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then you got another three seasons of a different animation movie. But then you've also got the comics. They've also got novels. You've got to catch up on so many things, man. I, I'm going to. I'm pretty boring, man. I've I haven't watched Harry Potter as well. I haven't. Well, watched what's Harry a series Potter. that maybe we haven't watched? So you, Breaking Bad. Have you watched? Oh it? yeah, Breaking Bad. Yes. Okay. Have so, you seen El Camino? The uh, movie? Yeah, oh, Breaking Bad's one of the best. And Better Call Saul. I have. I yeah, have I'm still waiting for the next. I haven't yeah, watched yeah. any of that. Oh, God. oh my God! <laughs> I haven't watched. I haven't watched Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, I tried to get into it, but I have you. I, I've Dead? stopped when um, Glenn died. Spoilers. Spoilers. Mm. Sorry, but then if, again, if you like, don't know Glenn it's, died, it's then been you, out. you've been <laughs> living under a rock. Yeah, it's like it's like me spoiling Star Wars. I'm like, oh, Yoda dies at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, Darth Vader! Seventies. Like, Darth Vader's the dad. Did yeah. you know that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that 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 Shannon told me last week. Like, I had no idea. And we were talking about Star Wars the best we could because we have no idea. And I said something Very so should, stupid. Should have hit me up. <laughs> we did talk about you. I was like, Darcy is a massive fan about uh, about Star Wars. Well, I, I we were describing Star Wars, and I said Red Star instead of Death Star. <laughs> I was like, and then I realized after uh, the episode. In the, in you know what offense? There's there's a, a series in England called Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. But then you got Red Star, you got Red the Red Planet. Yeah. Mm. Red generally depicts bad people. Yeah. So. Well, what's your favorite movie? What, what do you think is um, out there? Oh, man. I don't know. Have you seen Donnie Darko? Nah. I've heard good things. Oh, Donnie Darko is great. Definitely I, give it a go. It it depends on my mood, yeah. In a way, because if it, um, if if I'm looking at maybe a thriller sort of crime superhero movie, then probably Heath Ledger Batman. Mm-hmm. If I'm look, if I'm thinking more like detective dramery kind of thing, there's a movie called Knives Out. Ah, oh, yeah, Knives Out. I, I've just watched it. I, it's it, actually excellent. It's, it was it's good. Fantastic. It's- it, it's good. It, it's like a reverse storyline there. Yeah, it's like, like all this stuff happens, and the, oh, it's this guy he did it all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny, man. It it, it knives out. It was really, entertaining it, movie. Yeah. There's another movie called Clue. It's based on the board game Clue. Clue. Oh, so a, there was also another one, Murder on the Orient. April Eight. Like that yeah, someone someone killed yeah, someone. Yeah. Like a detective. It's it's good, uh, but I like Clue better. It's uh, it's basically uh, a murder happens in a mansion, and they've got to figure out who did it. And there's a lot of storyline there. There's like four endings to the movie. It's a whole genre, oh, the who did it genre. Yeah, there's so many movies. Who, who done it? Who done it? Yeah. <laughs> is it who done it? Oh, my it girlfriend will hate me. She told me so many times. Is it who done it? Is who done it? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Who did it? Who done it? Who yeah. done it? For me, it has to be um, American Beauty, uh, one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's good. Is that with Kevin Kevin, Kevin Spacey? Spacey yeah. Oh, pre. It's, 
I, I like movies with um, people going through a certain phase uh, where they're like stuck in a rut and then they're sort of trying to untangle it. They do sort of and then they don't and then something bad happens. I, I, I like people who are stuck in a rut and how they go uh, yeah. untangling it. See, I'd, I'd, I always, I don't have like a favorite. Like mm-hmm. I can easily pick a top, pick a top three. Like it's um, The Untouchables. Mm-hmm. With mm. with Al Pacino, uh, uh, sorry, Robert De Niro's Al Pacino, mm. Sean Connery's in that one. Then you've got yeah Heath Ledger Batman for sure. Yeah, and then probably one of the Spider Man movies actually. Into the Spider Verse is so underrated. Yeah, so freaking good. Did you did you know that they actually played on the animation in a way? So when what do you mean? When Miles starts being Spider-Man, they they film him in 12 frames per second. Oh. But when he meets the older, more experienced Spider-Man, they've got him as 24 frames per second. Oh. So they, in a way, they've made Miles sort of the glitchy on purpose. So they feel that he's not as experienced. But towards the end of the movie, they start filming him in 24 frames per second. Shit, you, you didn't figure that out by yourself, did you? No, there's a... There's <laughs> he a, counted the frames. There's a YouTube series called um, VFX Artists React and they right. watch VFX uh, or v- visual effects. And I thought like, it was oh, a bit glitchy this. at the start of the movie. I'm like, they, why is it like they this? They see him... So he, he's frozen for every other second or every other frame. Oh. Yeah. But they've got the, the experienced Spider-Man who's more mature and more yeah. in it. He's been Peter Spider-Man Parker. for longer. They film him yeah. in 24 frames per second. What's the purpose? Why, why'd they do that? It's it's a sort of unintentional... Oh, it's like a passive way of showing that he's, he's Miles is slower or he's not he's not more fluid ah. as as a superhero. It's like it's like a metaphor. Kind mm. of. Yeah, it's a metaphor. He's not he's not as experienced. He's he's frozen for every second frame. Mm. Whereas this other guy, he's moving every single frame. He knows exactly what he needs to be doing. Whereas yeah. Miles, he's not. Yeah, he's a bit new. Yeah. The detail. The detail, yeah. right? Yeah. That going into animation. You don't, also, never pick this stuff no. up. Yeah. There's also a movie called 1917, which I need to watch. Oh, oh I heard movie? of that. No, it's, it's not. It's known as a one-take film. Yeah. Oh, really? It's based, is that ones. World War One. World War One. I, I think. I think it's based in the year 1917. Yeah. <laughs> it's a war movie. Like it's, war yeah, it's a military movie. movie. It's... They they tried their best. Oh, I, I think they did it. Uh, they filmed it all in one take. I love these movies, man. Like something different. Like who done it? Even one location. Like you know when you're trying to. It's it's very different to a normal movie. I love yeah. these ones. Yeah. yeah. See, Saving Private Ryan was a fantastic film as well. Yeah. But do we but agree? Again, depends on my mood. Yeah, but do we agree? Um, Joker would steal a show for one of the best movies um, of all time. Oh man, I wouldn't okay. say of all time. It's definitely it's thought provoking. Mm-hmm. It it it's fantastic for ha- the time it came out. Because put it back, if it was released oh in the seventies or something, mental illness wasn't as wasn't the forefront. Yeah, of a few things wasn't the forefront of people's minds. So now you've got the Joker coming out. He's got he's got a condition. He's got. You know, he's got a few mental problems. He's got mental health, mm-hmm. and he's got issues. Yeah. You know, uh, reacting to a few things, and then on top of that, he gets 
angry because yeah, people are making fun of him. Yeah, and he gets pushed to the edge of society. He's, you know, being treated like shit almost by everyone. He's yep. having mm. a rough time, that guy, right? And he's mm. just trying to catch a break. And he's just had he meets enough. one of his heroes. His hero sh- like shuts him up. Yeah. And then he, he just snaps. Yeah. That's that's basically life uh, right there. Like, you don't, you don't really have... Yeah. It doesn't go according to plan. And that's what the movie showed. That people uh, like um, Robert De Niro, uh, he he looked as if he was he was caring, and but then off the screen, he's like, you know, oh yeah, he guy. thought he was a weirdo. Yeah, like he was doing it. Oh, come to my show, give me heaps of views because yeah. you're such a weirdo. But I'm gonna make fun of you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make fun of you. And I'll be holy shit. It's almost exactly. like it's almost like talent shows. Mm. Like people come in, Simon Cowell, and everyone they sort of they make fun of a couple of people, and then you get the talented ones that are like, yeah. yeah talented and they get all the fame and hype and stuff yeah but yeah joker uh it's it's one of the best made movies 100%. it's super dark i love it yeah but see, the, i i think i mentioned you guys mentioned you guys before um the guy who played the joker he's he's very good at playing characters with an emotional connection to things mm-hmm. so he played in i think it came out in 2000 gladiator yeah, he played the uh, he played Caesar or something. He played the son of an emperor, yeah. but the emperor decided to pick Russell Crowe's character as the new emperor. Yeah. So he he thought he would live up to be the emperor. He's like, oh, when I'm emperor, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But then his dad's like, oh, you know what? You're not you're not too fit for it. So I'm going to pick Russell Crowe because he's a yeah. military man. He's going to fix everything. And then, spoiler alert, not really. It's twenty years old. Get on. Um, he he actually murders his dad. And then he becomes this tyrant. Hmm. Hmm. And then he also played. Uh, he played in Spike Lee's film Her. Her. If you if you watch that, oh, the operating oh. system one. Yeah, Scarlett, where, where Scarlett Johansson's the AI, and he yep. has this connection. Yeah, I feel like that uh, that actor uh, looks like you. What Joaquin Phoenix? Not Seth Rogen. No. Uh, was it Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, it's the same guy. Oh. Really? It's the Holy same guy. Shit! Yeah. Look at same that. guy, man. Same guy. Yeah, yeah. You would not be able to tell. I, w- I wasn't. I mean, there was there was a big point where he had this massive beard, and he's yeah, he's a little eccentric. He is, f- and you you've got to be to play that those roles, yeah, even in real life. But see, like he even, like even even in the Joker, where he he was sort of dancing around with his shirt off, you see, he was little. Hmm. A little weird and a little mm. malnourished, a little bit. Yeah, I think that was a bit of like uh, method acting, mm. but he probably oh, loaded. Like you've seen Christian Bale in like um, the Machinist, and he's just like swaggly, and then he gets fucking buffed the next movie. Yeah, like a uh, Christian Bale hustle. He's like this big belly guy. Yeah, Christian Bale was known. Christian Bale was for known for method acting yeah. a little bit too much. Yeah, because they he played. Have, have you seen the Machinist or the Machinist or whatever? It was? Yes. Um, he's like, okay, well, what's the what's the lowest weight I can I can be for this film? And he's like, oh, it's, it's fifty kilos. No, fuck that. I'm going to be a method actor. I'm going to do 30 kilos. I'm yeah, going to be, yeah. you're, going to, you're going to see my ribs and shit. His, really his pelvis was out here where his stomach was. Oh, yeah. And the ribs were oh. in there. And it's not even CGI. That's, it's that's not. real. No. He's just straight up unhealthy. Yeah. But he did it for, that for the role. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not just about the money. For, uh, it's, no, it's, it's, it's the passionate. Yeah. It's he about wants to portray a character that's so disturbingly yeah. ill. And then, and then you got Heath Ledger. Oh. Where, when it came to the Batman, he he, a psycho. he became 
that character. He was doing drugs. He was drinking every night. He was taking drugs. Yeah. Everything. And he became that person. And ultimately and sadly, he that, that role consumed him. Yeah. But Which, I, I guess it's sucked, the but same with uh, people who pass away early and then do great things yeah. like Nirvana. Um, what's his name? Kurt Cobain. Jimi yeah. Hendrix, Bob Marley, um, all very young, but, you know, it, yeah. it is unfortunate. Sid Vicious as well, I believe, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, yeah, um, boys, it's been two hours. Oh, is that including our break? I think so, because it was 10, oh, minutes, okay. 10 minutes at the beginning and then 10 minutes in the end. Uh, sorry, in the middle. But, yeah, I guess... Um, this was the first ever um, trio. Yeah. The unholy trinity. <laughs> triple triple threat. <laughs> triple triple that match. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm eager to do this again. Um, the videos have already stopped. They're tired as well. <laughs> Man, I love how unpredictable oh, really? this can be. It's love it. Sorry? Is that it's so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. In this room? Yeah. Some shit drops. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, there's a fire down uh, on the other end. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Richard Darcy. Sahil. Potential sponsors. Potential sponsors. <laughs> 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 but yeah, thanks for doing this, guys. It, it was incredibly fun. No um, worries. Thanks for having us. Thanks again. Man. Yeah. Thanks uh, for putting up with my shit for another hour and a bit. I know, man. Should we invite him next? Oh, I have to. Oh. <laughs> he makes up all your fu- your fan base. <laughs> they do. Uh, they they come for Darcy. No, I don't. No, I don't. They come for for your radio voice, your golden oh, yeah. radio voice. Oh, I can't wait till this fully edited and you get the guitars going. Uh, yeah. Have you heard the new? Mu- did you see the difference in music from? Oh, with Dave. With Dev. Uh, with, yeah. Dev. Dev. Yeah, Dave. He, so he's uh, natively he's called Dev. D E V. Dev. Uh, but the music name anglicized name Dave. is Dave Dave yeah so he no, made the music he's um, cool man I, I love the the groove of it mm. yeah he's super if, nice if he needs a if he needs a bass player for for some backing I think he tracks, is a bass player he, he is a bass player oh, yeah. whatever <laughs> well, whatever <laughs> if, he needs, if he needs some vocals yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let him know if there's a potential vocalist potential spot potential guitarist yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was episode number 16 with Darcy and Richard. Thank you very much. We out. We out. <laughs> peace out. We out. That's what's no, up. Um, peace off. Peace off. Yeah. So oh, sound, peace off. It sounds like piss off, but it also sounds like peace out. Yeah. Peace oh, yeah. off. Peace off, ghost. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like the boy said, peace off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Cheers.